Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our lexi for today is selino, selino, or celery. You would be surprised at the healing immune power of selino, or celery. Take a few stalks of it, juice it at least three times a week, and see your health improve. How? Well, because of the potassium, vitamins A, C, and K that it contains. Selino supports reducing inflammation and boosts your hydration. Selino is also low in sugar. Selino or celery, easy peasy in the morning. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroneki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Hi, it's Kiki, and I'm on the island of Milos in Greece. And Milos is not a super uh, popular destination. It hasn't been in the future, but recently it is gaining popularity, if you will, because word of mouth is spreading. The beaches are just stunning and breathtaking. The terrain is gorgeous. And part of the beauty of the terrain, besides the rock formation, the water, the blue skies, the stars in the sky, and besides the people that are in Milos, which are very hospitable, who are very hospitable, part of the terrain is that it grows some of the best produce, uh, the landscape. Uh, on the land, we find herbs, we find vegetables, we find the produce. Uh, people have goats, they make their own cheese and yogurts. And part of the Mediterranean diet is all of the things which I mentioned. So it brings me great joy to interview a chef who is of Greek descent. He is the head chef at uh, Pathos Restaurant in Milos, the island of Greece. And he's sitting with me here today. Uh, we had a previous interview and today we're going to concentrate and focus on produce and vegetables. Welcome, Yanis. Hello, Kiki. Nice to be back again. It is such a pleasure to have you. And your last name is Zakalos? Zakalos, exactly. I always want to pronounce the last name correctly. <laughs> and does your name have a specific meaning or is it just a surname? It's, I think it's just a surname. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you have a slight accent being Greek. You've been somewhere else in the world. I've been abroad. I've been in the UK for like 10 years. So I might just lost my Greek accent a bit. <laughs> <laughs> How did you enjoy the UK? Um, it was very good. It was, yeah, it was, I loved it. I loved it. It was during my twenties. So it was everything I was looking for. Oh, wonderful. And did you enjoy, did you learn a lot about being a culinary chef or where, let's talk about your training. 
uh, oh yes. So most of my life I work up there. So all of the, not, not all, but most of uh, my training has been there. I've learned a lot of stuff. I learned how to run operations, all of this. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've learned a lot in, in the UK. Okay. So today we are going to focus on vegetables and produce because it's such a big part of the Mediterranean diet uh, in Spain, in Italy, in Greece, uh, in Italy. I don't know. I was just in Tarmina <laughs> and it's a lot of pasta, but anyhow, uh, we're going to talk a lot about vegetables with a tribute, if you will, to vegetarians. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call myself a vegetarian, Yanis, but I love plant life. What type of, how would you describe yourself with food? Um, a bit of everything, to be honest. Yeah. I love my veggies, uh, at some points when I want to detox myself. Uh, I also enjoy a nice piece of steak as well at times. Uh, but I absolutely love fish. I I can live with fish my whole life. It's so light and it's delicious. How do you most enjoy eating your fish? Um, plain, simple, uh, the Greek way, olive oil, lemon, Salt, pepper, that, that's about it. Especially if it's just out of the ocean. Exactly. Oh, have a little white wine and you are ready to roll. Okay, so let's have a conversation about vegetables and also beans. Uh, which vegetable is the easiest to work with? Um, I would say tomato. Yeah, I would say tomato. Yeah, I can go with tomato. It's part of, especially the Mediterranean diet is like everywhere. You go like you can make a salad, you can make a food out of it, uh, like cook food. I mean, out of it, you can stuff tomatoes. We have stuffed tomatoes in Greece actually with rice. Yamista. Yamista, exactly. Um, so it's very versatile. And you can, if you try a bit, you can actually make a dessert out of it as well. So, yeah, tom- tomato is one of the best. Wonderful. When you're working with vegetables, let's just say um, green beans, for example. Okay, yeah. Because a big, a popular item on a Mediterranean or Greek menu would be fasolada or fasolakia. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between fasolada and fasolakia? Uh, fasolakia is the green, the green bean, which yeah. is actually still, uh, it's still green. It's not dried. It has all the like nutrition in there. And then the fasol, uh, fasolia or fasolada, it's made out of the dried beans. Oh, that's right. Beans. Yeah, fasolada. Yeah. So you can do like white beans or... Well, the, mo- the most usual one is the white beans. Uh, that's what we use here in Greece. Or you can do with, um, we call it gigantes. They're the quite big ones that we often roast them and they're delicious with a nice freshly baked bread. Oh, delicious. And little feta and olives. (laughs) So when you do your baked beans, uh, do you use your olive oil at the beginning when you're cooking it or out when they're done? Um, How do you prepare your gigantes or your white, your giant beans? A bit of both. I use them. I, I use a bit of olive oil in the beginning of the process to sweat down the onion and the garlic that I put in there. And then I put a nice drizzle on top of it when they come out of the oven because I like the, the flavor of the raw olive oil. It's so distinct to, to be on top of it. You said something really interesting to sweat down the onion. Yeah. Now, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the order or the importance of the foods that we use to complement all the ingredients. Uh, there are some techniques that we use in the restaurants to um, make the food taste better. Uh, 
and uh, have the, the result you have when you go out in the restaurant. And that's um, sweating down or sauteing uh, the vegetables. And that's a technique that you leave, um, you leave your vegetables with a bit of olive oil in medium heat just to um, take all the juices out and uh, start cooking off. Uh, especially the onions, the white or the red onions, uh, they get sweeter the more you the, the more you sweat them. So that gives that sweetness goes in the food, whatever you're making. Is there one particular important technique for cooking that we should take away today? I, I've never heard that word sweating down. And I like that because you're basically allowing each ingredient to bring out its beauty within the totality of the meal. Exactly. Uh one technique I, I wouldn't call it a technique i would uh, i would call it like a tip that you can you can keep try to um, cook in medium heat medium to low heat don't don't go crazy with your with your fire with your heat because uh, it will burn your food straight away and it doesn't give it time to uh, get all the rich to bring out all the rich flavors that, that can go in there the vegetables that we use in America, now I, I love the Mediterranean diet and I'll have green beans, I'll have rizzi and spanaki, which is rice and mm -hmm. spinach. But in America, I think we have like lettuce, we have tomatoes, cucumbers, uh, broccoli, spinach, cauliflower. What would you say are the vegetables most that you work with, like a top three to five? Um, well, yeah, cucumber, tomatoes are all like top three, top two, I could say. Uh, but Personally, I do like beetroots. I, I do like to cook a lot of with beetroots. Uh, carrots, celery, or the, the celeriac, the, the plants. Um, oh. Yeah, and onions, yeah, definitely. Grimidi, educate me on the beetroot and the celeriac. I'm not really that familiar. Uh, we do, actually in Greece, beetroot salad is uh, one of the traditional ones. Uh, we just- Just the beet, the red- just the red part, okay. exactly, yeah. Okay. Just boil them with some garlic, some vinegar, olive oil, they're perfect. Um, but there are so many things you can do with them. We do a terrine here in, in Miller's Cove with beetroots. You can make them, you can juice them, you can use the juice, you can um, uh, jellyfy it. Um, we do chips out of beetroots as well, yeah. There are a lot of things you can do. They're very versatile. Okay, forgive me. I do know what beets are. I I, I, I just had like a, a brain fart here for a second. Like beets, when you said the word root with beet, I got confused. But it's the red part of the the exactly vegetable, the beet. Those are awesome. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's. I need to ask you a, a very important chef sure. question with the beets. <laughs> this is so important. So when you boil the beets, let's talk about the entire process from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I'm just going to boil a beet, prepare it to take it off the fire and then put your, your el helador, your olive yeah. oil. Okay, tell me the best way to prepare and boil that beet to perfection taste. The best and the easiest, um, wash them in the beginning and then boil them skin on. You, you want to boil them skin on. Um, they don't have an exact time. You have to check them with a knife. You have to pierce them with a knife. And whenever the knife is going in uh, without any resistance, then your beetroots are ready. And then you drain them out of the water and you straight away put some cold water on them. And then the skin just peels off. You don't have to struggle with all the peeling and everything. You peel off the skin. You cut them in small pieces, like the size you want. Quarters. Quarters, probably, yeah. And then... Uh, you mix them in a bowl, salt, olive oil, pepper, some vinegar, some garlic in there, and they're perfect. You don't want anything more. 
Wait a second. We haven't talked about scordo yet. Yes. Garlic. Oh, my <laughs> God. Do you use garlic? Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. Uh, garlic is everywhere around us. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And I did learn something recently that I enjoyed, Chef Yanis, and that is cooking the olive oil in the oven. Uh, no, excuse me, the uh, garlic mm -hmm. whole in the oven with a little drizzle of olive oil. Mm -hmm. And then you bring it out. You smash it. Oh, okay. Yes. There's that. Or you can do the other thing, uh, what I do in the restaurant. I take all the garlic cloves and I slowly cook them for like 30 minutes in olive oil. And then they get nice and they have a nice brown color. And then I blend that garlic and I use it as a paste. And it gives, it's, the, it's a complete different flavor of the garlic. You don't have that heat burn. You just have the proper garlic flavor. So where would I use that garlic spread? Like where, how would I, on bread? Uh, it, if you like garlic that much, you can put it on bread, yes. <laughs> I do put it in all my sauces, all my food, everywhere. Instead of garlic, I just use the, the paste. Okay, did you create that or did you find it? So, are you, are you, I've, I've, I've seen it. Actually, I've worked with it in the past okay. and I like the whole idea of it. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about your, we're talking to Yanis. He's the uh, main chef, the head mm -hmm. chef. He's in charge of the kitchen at Patos <laughs> uh, restaurant here in Milos. Cove in the on the island of Milos in Greece. Um, what is your professional training? I know that you've studied in London, in England, excuse me, and you learned from your yaya in the here in Greece. But did you go to a school? I've actually studied in Greece, and then I moved out in London after that. So my professional training is in London, uh, mostly based in French restaurants, French techniques, all all that kind of stuff. Okay, all right. So when we talk about vegetables, which one is the best? In season, because I think that seasonal vegetables, like the, if the, if I eat a vegetable that's out of season, it's just not going to taste as good. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, if you grow them in your own garden, that's uh, you have to check on the seasonality 100%. Um, but then during summertime, like tomatoes and cucumbers are always in season. Courgettes as well are in season. Uh, also, and if you go down to fruits, you can have some watermelons. They are coming into season slowly now. Um, melons as well, all that kind of stuff you can. And then you can use potatoes all, all, all year long, all year round. So, They're so strong. The yeah. potatoes are the easiest thing. <laughs> Another thing that is very, that loves your island is rosemary. Yeah. Usually like in America, we have these little rosemary bushes in a pot. Your rosemary goes for blocks and blocks and blocks. <laughs> it's like on a string. <laughs> it's bro I mean, rosemary. I could sell it. I have I have tons of rosemary around here. They just grow. I didn't plant any of it. It just grows in the island. So it's wild, yeah. It's wild. So it loves, and the island loves the wild, arid air, and yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So uh, let's talk about the traditional dishes of Milos. I know that all over Greece there are certain characteristics. Like if I go to Crete, the island of Crete, they have a salad called dakos. Yeah, they do. Uh, here in Milos, they they have something is called pitarakia. It's more like cheese pies that are filled with local cheese in there. Or uh, they do have kritamokeftedes uh, with uh, rocks on fire and capers. They do like a dough and they deep fry them. Um, what else? And also they do uh, they do have a dessert. It's called, um, it's glicotu uh, kutaliu. It's uh, called kufeto here in Milos. They do it with uh, a butternut squash, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's quite nice. So glicotu kutaliu is like a dessert of the spoon. Yes, basically. Yeah. 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 Okay. But I've never heard it with butter squash. Yeah. 
It's it's a local here. I don't know. It's it's the, the thing around here. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite vegetable, just generically speaking? A favorite vegetable? Mm, well, apart from garlic and onion, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I would say celery. Yeah, I like I like celery. Yeah, I like celery. Yeah. Would you use it at your beef? Uh, I do, yes. I infuse my sauces with uh, celino, with celery, and uh, I put it in my tomato sauce, uh, all my stalks everywhere. It, it gives a nice de- depth in the flavor profile of the dishes. So is that something easy for like a regular person like myself to do, like to infuse my vegetables? Was you, you you can actually, it's very easy because you can find these um, celery sticks in the supermarket and uh, every every time you make a stew or any sauce you make, you can like break a piece of the uh, stick and just put it in there and let it boil for like, I don't know, one hour maybe. And then you just take the piece out. It doesn't have to stay in there or you can chop it finely and put it in the actual dish if you want to. So you're the head chef uh, at Pathos Restaurant in Milos Cove here in Milos, Greece. Um, do you have line cooks? How do you yes. run, how do you run your kitchen? Tell me tell me the setup of your kitchen. Okay, um, we are eleven people in total. Uh, I have a pastry chef, and I do have seven more cooks uh, that we do business from seven thirty in the morning all the way. I do have a night chef as well, so the kitchen technically never stops running. It's stop, uh, it's running twenty four seven, and. Um, What's next? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> okay, I guess the question... Sorry, yeah. No, I guess the question would be in regards to how you run your kitchen, is your main sh- job to lead everyone working or is it to create the menu? Is it... Tell me what your main role is as the head chef. Um, it's everything regarding the kitchen, everything regarding the restaurant, from creating the menu, which... Uh, is going back from winter. It's 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 something we do when the hotel is closed during winter. Then we do our tastings and the menu creating, and then uh, from day to day operations is to take care of the staff, obviously because they're very important uh, part of running a restaurant, and um, getting all the deliveries in, find new producers, uh, all the products anything that has to do with food and the restaurant and everything has to go by me. And that's a really big job. It's a business in its own, running the kitchen, because food is so integral to the enjoyment of the place you stay. And I found that here at Milos Cove, we've really enjoyed meeting people from all over the world. A lot of Californians, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, and some Greeks. But it's it's a really big job to have a place to go and, and really enjoy a meal. So in conclusion, we, we've been talking about vegetables with Chef Yanis here at Pathos. Uh, let's just talk about a few more things that are important, and that would be the methods of preparing vegetables from raw, roast, bake, saute. Do you have a favorite? Is there something we can take away today with certain vegetables tasting better with certain methods of cooking? I know that's a broad question, Yanis. <laughs> it is. It is indeed a broad question. It depends on the vegetable. It depends on the flavor profile you want to give. Uh, but mostly I like to roast my vegetables. I like the heat that goes into it from everywhere. It's not just uh, the grilling or the sauteing. It's like different techniques, but the the roasting, I think it gives, it it brings the best out of the vegetables. Um, But 
on the other hand, if you want to like give some smokiness into that, you can just grill it and then you have a different, you have exactly the same product, exactly the same vegetable, but you have a different flavor into it. You have some smokiness. So it depends what you like. You have to try and uh, see what you like. I think that that speaks to what you said previously in the interview, which is don't be afraid to make mistakes. Get in the kitchen and start having some fun. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, I, I really uh, have enjoyed this interview. And we've been talking about vegetables and some beans. And we talked about medium heat. And mm-hmm. of course, we have to conclude with your love of, I'm hoping, olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, you cannot have a Greek person that doesn't like olive oil. It's been incorporated in our lives. It's been part of our lives since we get born. Like, is olive oil everywhere it doesn't matter what but yeah we do like our olive oil and is there this uh yes uh our olive oil is coming from peloponnese we have a producer over there so everything is just getting imported in the island yeah that's wonderful and mine comes from peloponnese as well kept life extra virgin olive and extra virgin of course is the best it is yes that's what we're looking for there's the best quality of olive oil right exactly and then i know i'm circling back but really quickly um well, we've been talking about vegetables mm-hmm. and different methods of cooking and using certain heat forms, et cetera. But when it comes to a garden, because your garden box outside of the restaurant, by the way, how do you do You just go out there and pick what you need? That's exactly how it works. You just go out, uh, pick what you need, go, go in, wash it, use it, that's it. That's beautiful. I have a um, I have a trainee that started a couple of days ago, and he was asking me for some basil actually. And I I told him go outside and cut some. And he was he was looking at me. He was stunned. He was like, "What do you mean go outside? I got some." <laughs> so yeah, that's how it works. That's a great transition to where do we cut it at the stem? How do you how do you cut the basil? Um, Try to take the leaves, not to damage the whole stalk of uh, of the plant because you want it to flourish again. And uh, you can actually use the flowers as well. It has some very nice purple flowers. You can use them as a garnish and they have a nice distinct aroma. If you Love like. it. I did notice the purple flowers on yeah. top of the Vasiliko. Okay, now Vasiliko, Vasili means king, yeah. right? Yeah. And purple royalty. I love it. That's my favorite color on Vasiliki. Okay, I have to get a little history. <laughs> and you said that here in, in Milos Cove, everybody's Gianni, Ioana. It's, like- it's a very popular name around Greece. Apparently, Milos Cove as well, because we, have, we are a lot of us. <laughs> exactly. And it's a great name. It's my brother's name, my father's name. Oh, is name. it? Nice. So it's a family <laughs> name with us as well. And my daughter, Sophia, wanted me to ask you this question. Question. Okay. She wanted me to ask you, Yanni. She said, ask Yanni the chef what he thinks of the American menu, the, the American diet. The American diet? Okay. <laughs> or the American menu. Like she says, Mom, ask him what he thinks about it. I tell you that I'm not, it's not my specialty, American diet, but I do like my burger. I tell you that. Try <laughs> <laughs> with cheese and bacon. You're going to love it. Oh my God. Oh, this has been so delightful. We'll have to stay in touch, Yanis. Sure. If there's anything you'd like to tell the people that have never been to Milos or Milos Cove, now's your chance. Um, it's a, it's an amazing place to come, Milos in general, the island. If you like some wild, um, I wouldn't call it experience, some uh, wildlife to go around, do some sightseeing, see the, uh, the nature, because you're part of the nature here in Milos. Uh, so yeah, guys, just... 
come, come over here, come and meet me as well. If you are in the island, please do. Yes, yes, Yanni, and he is Zakalos. Yes. The head chef, the only chef at Pathos Restaurant. And Pathos means passion, I think. Pathos means passion, exactly. Yeah, it means Pathos. And if I can just quickly give a quick description to the island here where we are, it's you drive up a rocky road and you see every kind of wild flower. You see herbs. You see stars in the sky. There's bushes everywhere. You The sunrise is indelible. It's gorgeous. And it comes over, I watched it outside of our hotel room. It was over a rock. There's mm-hmm. this big giant rock yes, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, and there's a famous stone here. It's a, it's a, anyways, that's another subject. We don't have time. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me again. Nice to meet you again and hope to see you back soon. You will indeed. <laughs> Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Hola, Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. Getting creative with veggies is my thing. Example, love them in dessert. Mashed potatoes, for example, give blueberry cupcakes great texture. Grated zucchini and brownies create moisture. Creamy avocados are perfect for making pudding creamier and dairy-free. And carrots add sweetness to your oatmeal cookies. Or like a lot, all is well when you throw some veggies in your dessert. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.